You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I have interviewed a very interesting woman. Her name is Cheyenne Burden, or Shy Bird for short, and she is in the top point uh, 0.01% of all OnlyFans creators, uh, boasting a six-figure income per month from her OnlyFans. Met her through TikTok, and I thought it'd be interesting to talk to her, to talk to one of the top creators of OnlyFans, and really understand what does that feel like? What is it like to be a woman who is getting so much attention from so many men? What is the mindset of a woman who is one of the most attractive girls on OnlyFans? What does it all mean? And we get to sit down with her and have a very raw, honest conversation about how she got into it and her views on attraction, her views on dating. She even talks a little bit about the relationship that she's in. And uh, you're going to see when we start the interview, she is a little shy. I thought when she said to me after the interview, she said she was feeling shy. I thought, you know what? I couldn't see it that much. I didn't see it that much. But she it's interesting, too. And we talk about this in the interview, how she does come off super shy when you talk to her. But when you see her on the TikTok and you see her on the Instagram, you think, wow, that, that girl is super confident and you'd probably be very intimidated to talk to her. But she's actually shy around other people. And she is a little bit more timid. And I think that's interesting to know because I think a lot of guys put very uh, attractive women on a pedestal and think that they have it all figured out and they're super confident. And you'll see that's not the that's not the case here. Um, again, not from her acting too shy, but her actually saying some of these things, which you're going to hear on the interview. If you want to check it out, I do have the actual video up on YouTube. I'm not sure if, if you don't see it right now, that means I didn't upload it yet and you're listening to this first. But it will be up on YouTube so you can actually uh, see the interview and us talking. And, uh, and go ahead and check out my TikTok, by the way. Again, that's that's how I found her. If you are on TikTok, it's pretty cool. There's a lot of awesome content out there, and I'm part of that universe. So check me out on TikTok. Of course, you know where to find me, at TripAdvice. We'll put that in the show notes just in case you forget. But if you're on there, check me out. Lots of cool videos. And also, if you feel that you need more help in this area, there is a couple of options for you. One, I do have a full course. So it's a video course you can watch from your phone, your iPad, your computer. It's called Hooked, and it helps you attract more women, and it teaches you all about female psychology and how to develop a personality that does attract women and how to be your most attractive self so you can meet women wherever you are. That, again, is called Hooked, and you can get that at getherhooked.com. If you feel that a course or a podcast is just not enough, you need the really big push, and you want to work with me personally, that is available to at coachedbytrip.com. You go there to apply. And then when you apply, I read your application. And if I see you're a good fit, which most people are, I just got to text you and I'll text you and you and I will get on the phone and we'll see if coaching is further a good fit for you. So apply today at coachedbytrip.com if you feel you need that big push. All right. What do you say we get into it? Today's interview with Cheyenne, top creator on OnlyFans. Hey, Cheyenne, how you doing today? Good, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. So this is your first podcast. Maybe you're a little nervous. Oh, I'm so nervous, but I'm excited. Okay. Wait, so I know that you're being serious, but people might think that's sarcastic. Are you actually very nervous? More excited. 
works. Okay. Isn't it funny that that can make you nervous, even though you have exposed yourself uh, physically to many people online, but something like this makes you nervous. Well, I mean, like taking a picture is easy. It's talking. (laughs) Talking is what makes me nervous. Right. It's like the judgment of like, what are people going to think of my personality? Yeah. Although we've talked about that a little bit is like, so we, we sort of met through TikTok ish. I remember I, I found your Instagram and then reached out through that. But you were saying how you don't have a lot of stuff showing your personality. What, what were you saying about that when we were talking? Yeah, I mean, mainly I just post like TikTok dances. I don't really expose my personality too much on the internet. I don't know. Every time I talk in a video, they just tell my comments are like, shut up, like go back to dancing. So I kind of just like, okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. People are so mean. People are so mean, especially on TikTok. It's like absolutely the worst app. Like I get so much hate. Oh, me too. Uh, hands down. I get more hate on TikTok than any of my other social media, for sure. A little bit of hate on YouTube, but definitely on TikTok, people are ruthless. Yeah, it's so bad. I don't understand why, like why people have to be like extremely hateful on like TikTok. Like I don't have any hateful comments or anything on my Instagram. It's just TikTok. Um, Because... I feel like on Instagram, this is my theory, on Instagram, people are showing more of their personal lives and pictures of themselves. TikTok, there's just a lot of people who have accounts, but nothing posted. Yeah. And they're just trolls. Like, I don't know. I, I feel it's easier to be a troll on TikTok. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like Instagram, like even if someone, like they might share like little bits of their life, but on TikTok, like you don't have to post any videos whatsoever. Like you could live in your mom's basement and you're commenting on someone else's posts and you don't have to like face up to anything. Right, exactly. All right, so you've been doing now OnlyFans for how long? I've had it for over a year. Okay, so a little over a year. And you told me you make an exorbitant amount. Yeah, I I don't want to be that person and like put a number on it. Like, oh, I, I make this much. But I make, I make a decent amount of money from OnlyFans. I'm very grateful for it. It's helped me travel the world and live out my dreams and help my parents. So... Yeah, I make a um a pretty decent amount of OnlyFans, and I'm very very grateful for my. Well, don't be shy. You're you're very humble. <laughs> obviously, you're very humble. How much did you make last month? Estimated upwards of a hundred k. Okay, hundred thousand. Is that the most you've ever made in one month? Yes. Does it keep going up every month? Um, I would say so. I I've been growing a lot on social media, especially recently. So I would say that with. Growing on TikTok and Instagram, my OnlyFans grows as well. Yeah, I guess you just answered my next question, which is why do you think you're so popular? And clearly, that's the reason. Everything keeps growing. Now, you had an Instagram before. I don't think I ever saw. How many followers did you have on Instagram before it got deleted? I had, I want to say 150K, which it's like deactivated and I'm in contact with Instagram, like getting it back. Hopefully, I will have it back super soon. But yeah, as of right now, I got hacked, but I had 150K. What, where'd it go? Oh, it got hacked. Yeah, I got hacked. What, ha- well, what does that mean exactly? What happened? I was just like, I was on it. And then all of a sudden I was getting notifications. Like someone's trying to get into your account. I was trying to change my password. And all of a sudden I was logged out. And then they messaged me and were like, pay me money to get it back. I honestly was in the middle of getting my hair done. And I just started bawling. I was like, no, I just lost my Instagram. Like so many memories, so many trips. I've been to Bora Bora and Hawaii and Tulum and I had all of those pictures up and I was working so hard. Like I've been trying to grow my Instagram for years. So I had finally hit that peak of like, wow, I'm finally getting some recognition on it. And all of a sudden it's just gone, but I'm hopefully getting it back soon. 
As you're saying this, I think of people who might judge very quickly uh, a girl like you on OnlyFans. And we were talking about this before in our little pre-interview about this idea that, you know, people might see you and say, oh, this is like a mean, vapid, uh, heartless kind of person. Like, I mean, I'm going kind of intense with it, but I'm sure some people might think that just based off of the way that they see someone like you. Like the way that you're acting right now is not the same as your TikTok content, for example. Like you're very different, like very outgoing and very confident. I'm not saying you're not confident now, but you're just coming off in a in a different way. And 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 then you say that thing where you say, Yeah, like someone hacked my account, like all my memories are gone. It's like that that's terrible. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just sad. You know? Yeah, I totally absolutely get that a lot. Like everyone who ever has known me through social media and met me in person or I've talked to them, FaceTime them, they are just like, I thought you were gonna be a complete bitch. Like you don't seem like you'd be nice or humble or even like a little shy. Like I would say I'm actually a pretty shy person overall compared to how I am like on the internet. Do you think you have a different personality when you're in front of the camera? I don't mean like this camera, but the I don't know, TikTok camera, the OnlyFans camera. Like, do you think another side of you comes out? I would always say I'm very like a confident person. Like I'm very assured of myself. And I would say that definitely comes across on the camera, but without showing my personality, like like I'm very humble and I'm I'm a sweet and nice person. That was like a complete different side to me that I don't really share on the internet. So everyone thinks I'm like but now you're going to share it. Yeah, now like this is going to be the first time people actually probably hear me talk for a number of times. Right, a, num- a number of times. <laughs> I just totally butchered that sentence. That's okay. And, and as the notification came out. <laughs> oh my God, I thought we got rid of the notification. What, so what notification was that? I don't know. It wasn't my mail. Okay, well, maybe we'll just we'll just keep it rolling. <laughs> um, all right, so where were we? Yes, personality, all that fun stuff. So... It's yeah. See, this is what I try to say to guys: is a girl like you, seemingly super confident, which I mean, you are like on the TikTok videos and everything, but still, there is a shyness about you. There is insecurity in a sense where even now you're like, yeah, I'm a little nervous to know what I'm gonna say. And are you that way when you're socializing? Assuming you're just completely sober, by the way, like just sober, like you know, because alcohol gives us a little bit of a boost. How are you in situations like that? Um, I would say when there's not any pressure on it, I'm very much myself at all times. I try to be. So I would say I don't always like feel nervous talking to people, but in certain situations where I'm like walking into a group setting where I don't really know anyone, then I would say like, oh, I'm nervous because there's always this thing like I want them to like me. So I definitely get like not overly nervous. I usually like warm up, but I do get nervous talking to people. Actually, I had a friend in high school. Um, I used to be super awkward, super nerdy. And she like, she would always have parties and she got along with everyone. And I only got along with her. And before I would come over, she would tell the people that were there like, hey, Cheyenne's coming over. She's going to be a little awkward at first, but just give her time. She'll warm up. Like she used to warn people about me. Wow. Do you think that people ever thought that you were bitchy or cold? I've gotten that people thought I was extremely stuck up because I was super shy and reserved and I didn't talk to people. So everyone thought, oh, she thinks that she's better than everyone. When in fact, I was literally like the little girl shaking her boots. <laughs> yeah. You know what I found? It's so interesting. The, the way that somebody acts when they are feeling nervous is what people would would perceive as someone who's stuck up. But I think that Mm -hmm. when people are stuck up, 
seeming like, or, or let me say, when people are actually stuck up, mm-hmm. there I think those people are actually louder. Yeah, they're always people, like talking about themselves and bragging. That's how. It right. Is exactly. So if you ever see anyone, this I'm telling this to the guys now. I feel like if you ever see anyone who's seemingly stuck up, but they're very quiet or have like a resting bitch face or something like that on them, really they're nine times out of ten nervous. Yeah. And it's just like, it's crazy. I would say like, I definitely, I get nervous pretty much all the time. Like going to the grocery store, like having to be around people, like I get a little nervous. Oh, so you're like a super introvert. Um, it really depends. I feel like my mood changes a lot to where I want to go out and I want to be loud and I want to dance and all that stuff. Like I could totally like go out and dance on tables and like have a great time. And then the next day I'm just like, I would rather like read a book and stay in my room. I don't want to talk to anyone. It changes a lot. Or would, would you say when you're out for a long time, your energy starts to get drained or you feel like you have more energy? It really depends on the people I'm with. Like this weekend, I went out with people that I work with and like I've bonded with them. I connect with them and I could have like stayed out till four in the morning. Like I was so happy and we were dancing. And so I would say like in situations like that, I'm completely fine. I love like talking and dancing and I can be out for a while, but in situations where like I feel uncomfortable or I'm with people I don't really know, I would say like an hour or two in, I'm like, okay, like I feel uncomfortable. I should leave. Okay. Okay. Got it. Guess it depends on the environment. Yeah. Wait, so you were out with work friends who, what work friends? You don't work anywhere. Well, um, I have a management team that helps me with content ideas and helps me connect with other girls on OnlyFans. Yeah, they become really good friends of mine. So I was out with some people like that. How did you find them? They reached out to me. They were just like, I was I was killing it on um, OnlyFans still. Still I am <laughs> killing it. But um, they reached out to me and they're like, hey, we'd love to just like help you out with uh, certain situations. Like it's always hard when you're on OnlyFans and you're on it for a really long time, like I've been doing this for over a year, like I, I kind of get drained in like ideas and I'm trying to always be creative and keeping my subscribers happy. So what's the most recent content you posted on OnlyFans? The most recent content, I think it was, so this is how I work. So I usually create a bunch of content in one day. I edit my pictures. I figure out captions, all that stuff. I'm always like on it. I'm always talking to people. But like, as of content ideas, I usually schedule things a little bit in advance unless it's like, unless it's like a day like I wake up and I want to get on like, hi, I just woke up. Like, how are you doing? Stuff like that. But as in terms of like some content ideas, I schedule to like post. Now, is it like social media? Yeah, it's like, it's like Instagram, but explicit. Okay. There's a feed and then there's private messages. Okay. Okay. And then people can private message you or they need to pay for that. So for right now I have uh, free messaging. Anyone okay. can message me. I'm okay. always like, I'm always on there. I'm always responding to messages. It's like hours <laughs> of talking. That's, yeah, that's crazy. But for free. Yeah, for free. So what's the, I mean, I think I know the answer here, but what what would you say is the benefit to doing that? Honestly, the benefit is just like letting them get to know me and talking to me and just keeps the fans entertained. Like I would say... I mean, like, I would say nine times out of 10, like, they don't even really care if I show up my body. Like, they just want to get to know me. That's so interesting. It's kind of weird, but it's also, like, really fun. I enjoy it. 
what what makes it fun for you? Uh, well, I've always been a very like outgoing and very sexual person. So like talking to guys who are complimenting me and like telling me all these things, like it's not really hard for me to do, but I just have a lot of fun, like being on OnlyFans, talking to my subscribers, developing relationships, creating content. I love creating content. Are they sexting you? Are they saying like dirty things? Are they being disrespectful at all? I rarely, like I've been very fortunate. I rarely have anyone that's ever been disrespectful to me. There have been some cases where I'm like, okay, like you can't be on my account anymore. But for the most part, like sometimes it's not even sexting. Sometimes they're like, what are you doing today? And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to my photo shoot or I'm doing this or I just got done working out. So interesting. You have, you have, you have fans, like real fans, like you are a celebrity. Uh, yeah, that's really like crazy to me. Like I, I have a lot of people on my OnlyFans right now to where it's kind of hard to keep up. But I'm just like, if I were to fill a room with everyone that's on my OnlyFans, like it would sell out a stadium. Like, yeah, you said it was like 30,000 people. Yeah, it's, I almost have 40,000 people. Wow. Amazing. Okay. So what was the last like explicit content that you posted? And like, what, what, what kind of explicit content was it? I'm not going to give that information away for free. You're going to have to go subscribe. Oh, interesting. Well, if you said it, wouldn't that entice people to subscribe? Uh, no, me being myself is enticing enough. Got it. <laughs> well, how explicit do you go? Do you like, do you go all the way pants off kind of thing? Um, I definitely would say I am not, I'm not posting what's on my Instagram. I would say that I'm having fun and I'm comfortable and I am posting what I enjoy to post. That's what I would say. Okay. Got it. You're not giving, you're not going to give me anything here. All right. That's fine. Um, all right. What, let me ask you this. What's the most you've ever made from a single transaction? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, there's, there's some people on my OnlyFans that spend a lot throughout a day. I have no idea. Honestly, it's really hard to, cause it's like always money. Like there's always a new notification when it comes to money. People could go like back from a week or so ago and it'll be a new notification of money. So like there's so much just like coming in. It's hard for me to keep track of like when exactly it happened. I don't know how much I've ever made. Like can you, cause I, can you, can you make who, I, I think you told me this before, who sets the amount? Like can you sell something for 10 grand for example? Can you have something for no. sale for that much? if you wanted to? So how it works is they can pretty much tip any amount they want. Like I could, I would have a VIP section and I've done some discounts on it recently to where it's only been like 80 to a hundred dollars, but usually it's $200 to tip and it's on, they're on the VIP list. But for me to set prices, I'm pretty sure I can't set anything over a hundred dollars. Okay. Got it. That's interesting. I feel like OnlyFans should allow more, you know? Yeah. Well, also it keeps like, I guess, guys who really can't like afford the moon like it keeps pe girls from like who are like very popular from setting some like okay i'll, I'll show you my everything for ten thousand dollars oh good point yeah. good point because there's going to be a lot of people on there that obviously are not going to be able to afford that yeah so they want to they want to cast clear. a wider net yeah like everyone's welcome right how long do you think you'll do this for i know it's not forever but um why is that well I don't know. I just feel like this is something I would do as like a young woman when I am a little bit older. Like obviously I, I have different passions and I have different goals. Like right now I'm in acting class and I've always like dreamed of being like one of the biggest models in the world. And so those are where like 
I really want to take my career too. As of right now, I absolutely love it, but I know it's just not forever. Plus, I don't think OnlyFans, the site is going to be around forever. Like the business itself, like sex will always sell. That's how it's always going to be. But as of right now, like when I settle down and want a family or anything like that, I don't really see myself doing OnlyFans. Got it. Okay. When do you think that might be? There's a few years before that happens. I have no idea. Okay, got it. So you're you're with someone right now. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I've been in a relationship right now for the past year. We actually just had our one year anniversary, August third. Nice. How how'd you meet? So um, we met on Instagram. We had a mutual friend, and she had known him, and she said that he was following me. You should go check out his page. So I did. Thought he was cute. I DM'd him, and our stories are kind of like a little weird. So I DM'd him. We set up a time. We hung out. Nothing happened whatsoever. I honestly thought he was a little weird. Like I wasn't very into him. And he thought the exact same thing of me. Like he thought I was prude or something. I I don't know. We didn't really like vibe. We didn't really like each other. Eight months go by and then it's summertime. I think it's like the summer. It was summer of 2020. Yeah. So it was right after the pandemic and things in Oklahoma were opening up a little bit. So I was going to a bar and his friends were there and we talked a little bit and then we just started texting and then he started calling and then we went on a trip to California actually. And that's kind of where it all started. What flipped everything for you? What made it, when was the moment where you said, oh, you know what? I think I dig this person. I think when I got to know him, because like when we first hung out, I think we were both a little bit nervous. So we really didn't like talk much. We kind of just watched a movie and I was like, oh, it's like, I don't really like him. Like he's cute, but whatever. And honestly, I was in a place where I didn't want a relationship at all. So I didn't really think about it. But um, then we started just like talking and we had a lot of the same passions. Like we were both people from small towns in Oklahoma who had these huge dreams of modeling and getting out. And so we really like just clicked on that aspect. Okay, got it. So yeah, you guys had that in common, which probably drew you closer together and all that. Although you said to me earlier when we were, you know, talking about doing this interview, you were saying to me that you don't usually go for guys like that. Tell, tell us about that. So in my past relationships, I've only ever dated three people. And the first two people I dated, I would call them like, I don't want to be mean, but like I would say that they were like more like fives or sixes. Be, be real. Be real. <laughs> they were more like five or sixes, like on on the totem pole. Like, well, of course I'm from Oklahoma, so it was like slim pickings anyways, but they were, they were guys who weren't very like attractive. And the reason I went for these guys, like they had a good personality and that's honestly the main thing, but I thought they were going to treat me better because I thought like, oh, wow, like I have this 10, I'm not that good looking. I'm going to give her the world. Like that's what I thought they were thinking. That was completely wrong. They honestly didn't treat me very well. But like how so? What do they do? Um, I've been cheated on in both those relationships. The first Isn't relationship. Interesting. Yeah. Why do you think they did that? I don't, I don't know, honestly. Beats me because in the first relationship. Maybe they became overconfident. Yeah, no. Billie Eilish actually said, You give an ugly guy a chance and he thinks he has like won the world. He thinks he has everything now. But anyways, in my first relationship, um, he actually cheated on me with my best friend at the time, which like really, really hurt. And then in my second relationship, I didn't know it at the time because we had broken up and I found out like a week later that he had cheated on me with his ex in the relationship. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay, a lot of that's going around. Have you ever done that before? Ever cheated? No, I have never cheated on anyone. I would never, even if I like absolutely like didn't like someone anymore, I wasn't in love, I would never put someone through what I went through because that was literally the worst thing. Yeah. You always devastating. Yeah. You're like, you're going through your mind like, oh, why wasn't I good enough? Like, why did he have to go to someone else? Right. You get so insecure. Your self-esteem just goes down the drain. It's terrible. It was honestly a really, like, really hard time. And then I was single for a while. And then I met the boyfriend I have now. And he, like, I was nervous at first because he's actually a very good looking guy. Like, I would say he's a 10 out of 10. And I was nervous because I thought, like, oh, like, these guys who aren't as good looking have treated me like shit. So he's going to as well. But turns out he's actually treating me way better than the other guys. So it's been, a, it. it's been a surprise. <laughs> Pleasant surprise. That- That's interesting. But you were saying also is that you are, it's funny, I feel like every girl I interview on here says this. So you're one more to say it. And I'll believe you. You say you're a nerd at heart. What does that mean when you say that? (laughs) I really am a nerd at heart. Like you study math and play uh, World of Warcraft on the weekend for fun? Well, I I wouldn't say I study math for fun, but I mean, I like to read and I like to stay in. And Growing up, I was very much into books and I was really smart. I was salutatorian of my class and I actually got a full ride academic scholarship to the college that I attended to. And I like also worked as a librarian and helped tutor people. So I've just always like grown up being a nerd and I used to be really nerdy in high school. Like I, I would, I was very tall. I was very skinny, very awkward, wore glasses. And always, how tall are you? I'm five nine. Okay. So like, yeah, I was always just like the nerdy girl. Like I really, it's not like guys were hitting on me left and right. Like it is now. Like I was very, very nerdy, very weird looking too. So ugly duckling. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's turned into a swan. Thank God. But <laughs> right. Okay. You turned you, but th- that's the thing. The ugly duckling syndrome. What is, is that? Well, I mean, I think I made up that term or maybe I read it somewhere, but if I made it up, it's basically like, and maybe you don't have this anymore, but it's someone who, well, first of all, it's someone who was once not good looking and then grew up and matured and turned good looking. And sometimes those people still see themselves as their ugly old self. Yeah. Right. Not old. I mean, like past self, like they're, you know, it's like, do do you ever see that? Do you ever like think like you're still that teenage awkward girl? Yeah, all the time, honestly. That's why... Even though you have 30,000 people, follow, or 40,000, sorry. Mm-hmm. 40,000 on OnlyFans. But you still feel that way sometimes? Yeah, I would, like, when I first dating the guy, dating the guy that I am now, I was just like, there's no way that he likes me. Like, we're very compatible. And, like, everyone tells us that we're, we make a great couple because we're both, like, very attractive people. I was like, there's no way he is attracted to me. Like, and I've always felt that with any guy. Like, I don't understand why I have 40,000 people subscribe to me always telling me that I'm beautiful and that I'm one of a kind because I was like, I'm nothing special. Like, I don't see what they see sometimes. Sometimes. So sometimes you do. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, she's hot, but. Okay. So that's so, it's so interesting because you're in the top, what was it? Like 0.001% or what is it? 0.01%. Okay. So that means that you're in the top I, I don't know if you had to guess, like how many. Well, you know, let's look it up right now. I don't even know how many how people many are girls are on OnlyFans. Let's just see if that even comes up, and then we can do the math. I'm sure it's a lot. It's gotten very popular. Um, I'm not finding anything fast today. OnlyFans has more than 50 million registered users and more than one million content creators. This is from okay. This is from recently. Oh, interesting. OnlyFans has paid out more than two billion dollars to creators. 
Bella Thorne earned more than $1 million in her first 24 hours. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Anyway, back to what we were saying. You're in the 0.01 percentile, and it's still so interesting. I would definitely say I have my days where I'm just like, oh, like I really don't like feel my best or feel confident. And I mean, that's just like how it is in social media. Like I'm a very popular creator on TikTok, but there are beautiful girls, like like just stunning on Instagram and TikTok. So like as a girl, you're yeah. always comparing yourself to these other girls, especially like when you have a relationship, you're like, oh, like what if he found her more attractive? So I would definitely say I have my days where I'm just like not really feeling myself. Like I don't, anymore really think I'm ugly. I would just feel like I just don't look my best. I'm not feeling very confident. Got it. Okay, I'm going to talk to the guys who are listening for a second. So give me a second here, Cheyenne. (laughs) Guys, do you hear this? This is very important. This is one of the main reasons why I do these interviews. I'm trying to humanize attractive women. That's what I'm really trying to do here is I'm trying to humanize women like you who men put on these pedestals to the point where they won't even go and talk to you. Have you have you gotten a lot of guys approaching you when you were in Oklahoma? Like, tell us about just just about because you've been in LA for a month now. Yeah. So, have you had a lot of people approach you in Oklahoma or like when you've been out in LA? Um, I would honestly say that not many guys at all approached me in Oklahoma. The only like all of my relationships have been found over social media. It was like me DMing them or them DMing me. It was never like an in person come up and ask me for my number type of situation. When's the last time that happened? An in-person situation? Uh, in LA or in Oklahoma? Uh, whenever. Just then, whenever the last time was. This morning. <laughs> okay. Nice. Where was that? At the gym. At the gym? Which gym do you go to? Um, I went to Dog Pound this morning. I train at Dog Pound three times a week. Oh, okay. So what was that like? What happened? What happened in that interaction? Like, just spell it out. Okay. So I was walking. I just got done with my workout and I was walking out and some guy who had been in there working out, um, he came up to me. He's like, Hey, I saw you in there working out. I was wondering, like, can I get your number and all this stuff? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I have a boyfriend, but thank you. <laughs> just like walked away. And you really, and you really do have a boyfriend. Yeah. It's not a lie. <laughs> no, it's not it's, a lie. It's not a lie. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Real quick. I just was scrolling through this. And uh, this little influencermarketinghub.com, their little thing on OnlyFans, it says all numbers below are estimated as of 2021. And I guess the person who's made the most in 2021, apparently with $20 million is Black China. Oh my God. Yeah. See, there's like people like that on OnlyFans as well. Like Tana Mojo, I think is her last name. Like she has- she's, she's not even on this. In this top 10, this is only yeah. the top 10. Like there's- you're up there. Jem Wolfie. I, I, she sounds familiar. I don't know any of these people. Jem Wolfie made 900000 so far this year. Yeah, I mean, there are people on there, like actually real celebrities who are making like millions of dollars like a month. <laughs> you're right. It just blows my mind too because, and that was one of the other reasons why I want to have you on here is I've had other OnlyFans girls come on here and I wasn't really interested in in having more on here because it's like, well, we've talked about other things that I want to talk about. But when you told me you made $100,000 last month, it's like, whoa, that just, that blows my mind because I would think that you'd have to be a celebrity to make that kind of money. Like, it doesn't blow my mind that you can make that on OnlyFans, but the fact that you are, I would consider you more like an internet celebrity, not like famous from other things beyond the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just crazy. Does it still blow your mind that you're 21 years old and making more than, I don't know, 
99% of the people in all of America? Yeah. It, um, it's been a shocking change because I went from, I grew up very poor and I went from someone working two jobs to pay rent and going to school full time to all of a sudden making 15,000 in one day when I first opened my OnlyFans, which was like, it's been, and it's been an insane journey because I've talked to other people who are experts like at OnlyFans and kind of know like marketing and stuff like that. And they're like, you honestly, like there's something about you that draws these people in. And I've been told that it's like, because on I would say on social media, I give off girl next door vibes, but yep. I have an OnlyFans. So like, I'm like the girl next door who's like, has a dark side. <laughs> there you go. I'm, and that, that is definitely very attractive to men, for sure. Obviously. So I'm curious about that, like that moment where, okay, before you started in OnlyFans, what were you doing for money at that point? I was a waitress at Buffalo Wild Wings and I... Oh, nice. Spicy garlic boneless are my favorite. <laughs> oh, they're so good. So unhealthy for you, but so good. And then yes. I worked at a library. And then you worked at a library. What were you making at the library? Seven twenty-five. Okay. I'm laughing, but not because I'm making fun of librarians, but because obviously I knew you were going to say something very low compared to $15,000 in one day. Yeah. Okay. So you're in Oklahoma. You're Buffalo Wild Wings waitress. Sometimes you have a wing. Sometimes you don't. You're a librarian making... Wait, seven twenty-five. That's not even minimum weight. How is that possible? It is in Oklahoma. Seven twenty-five is minimum wage in Oklahoma. Oh, that is the minimum wage. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Damn, it's still low over there. Okay, so you're doing all this. So when are you? When do you discover OnlyFans or to do? Or were you already doing some modeling before that? Like, what was the segue into that? I I was definitely a model. I was at the time signed with an agency and just like working as much as I could. I was doing a lot of freelance work. And then I was starting to gain a lot of traction on TikTok. And I would have a bunch of people comment like do OnlyFans, do OnlyFans. And I saw that some of like the bigger influencers I had followed for years had started an OnlyFans. So I kind of looked it up and I was like, oh, like, what do you do? And I was like, okay, you know what? I'll try it. So I opened my account. It actually took a little bit for my account to get verified. Like they wouldn't take my ID, even though I was way over the age of 18. But it took a couple days and then it started. I did one post in a thong and told, I made a TikTok like, hey, guess what? I started an OnlyFans, go check it out. And then I made $15,000 in that day. And I went and got my nails done. Had a good day. <laughs> and then she got her nails done at the best salon in all of Oklahoma. Look at that. Okay, so hold on. I want to go into that a little bit. So you're like, all right. You knew that OnlyFans was a little bit more risque. Yeah. Right? So you kind of obviously learned that from whatever, reading, looking, searching. And you said, okay, I'm going to do one in a thong. Is it just a thong? Are you topless? Do you see breasts? Like what What was the picture? I can't remember exactly. I think it was just in a thong and I had a shirt on and it was in a mirror, but it was like the shirt was raised. It wasn't anything like out there. I was very like warming up to what I do now. Okay. So that's the first picture you post. And then how do you make $15,000? Like, what is that money? Like, what are people buying? So I had it to where you had to subscribe to see my account at all. Like, it was at okay. $20 per month. Now it's now it's free, but it was at $20 per month. So I just had like an influx of so many people just bought it all in one day. Got it. So let's do the math. 15000 divided by $20 is 750 people. Wow, I never did that math before. Yeah, that's interesting. Which to me, that's not really a lot of people. Yeah. Like it is, definitely it is, but it's not compared to, I mean, what was your what was your social following at that time? So I would say I had maybe 200K on TikTok and 20K on Instagram. 
Okay. My old Instagram. So that's, yeah, so that's quite a bit. Plus, you know that people will see your TikToks without being followers of yours. I see people come up on my feed all the time who I don't follow. Yeah. But I engage with their content like I'm sitting there watching it. Mm -hmm. So all those people, yeah, so that makes sense. Okay, so... How did you see it roll in? Was it just like, oh my God, like all these notifications, like someone bought, someone bought? Like, what is that? What did it look like? Yeah, I would, I kept checking in on it because I was super nervous. Like, oh, no one's going to buy it. But because um, it's not an app, so you can't really like get notifications. So I just kept like refreshing my page and all of a sudden like it would say $20, $20, $20. And I went into my like pending statement balance and it said $15,000. Mm-hmm. And I what, what did you do? I literally like cried. I was like, oh my God, because it would it was helping me so much and my family so much. Like money's always been something that like we didn't really have. So I was like, holy hell, I have $15,000. Like I literally just sat and like cried. I was so yeah. thankful. Wow. Okay. So for all of you who are not watching this and are listening, I feel like we're almost bringing you back to that moment. You almost yeah. look a little teary-eyed. It was a big change in my life. Even like now looking back, like that moment changed everything to what I do today. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's crazy. That's amazing. And now $15,000 in a day, you're like, oh, it was a bad day. <laughs> yeah. What is this? 15000 Come on. I got to post more stuff. That's hilarious. What's the most you've ever made in a day? Oh my God. Like I, I really don't know. I, I've seen it go up to where I've maybe made like $20,000 in a day, maybe okay. more. I would say that's an estimate. Like I'm like, I don't always look at my like statements. I'm always messaging. So I'm not really keeping track of how much money's coming in. Got it. Do you have a money manager, someone like organizing all this for you? No, um, I have definitely like the the t- people that I work with, the team, they definitely help me. Like they have a, like a whole wealth management system and they definitely help me. And I'm an accountant and all that stuff. So they definitely help me like keep myself under control. Like, and also like I never had money before. So now I don't want to like lose it. <laughs> so I save a lot. Yeah. See, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You, you, I feel like that could, it could go either way. Right. Like there's stories of people who have won the lottery and they've gone broke because they didn't earn that money. So they never were used to having so much money that they ended up spending all of it and going broke. Yeah. I mean, did you hear that story about the guy? He, I think it was in Texas. He won the lottery, spent all his money, completely broke and then won the lottery again. I didn't hear that one. I definitely heard of someone winning it again, but that's hilarious. I wonder if you learned his lesson. Yeah, I wonder. You know, but I like that you're taking that route. I feel like that's the other route is like someone like you who didn't come from money, it really sees the value in it and and goes, okay, I want to keep this. Yeah. I have to thank my dad for that because he always told me to save. Okay. That's, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Which brings me to that question. Your parents. Okay. They still together? (laughs) Yes. They're still together. They've been married for 21 years. 21 years. Okay. Lovely. They obviously know what you do. Yes. It's basically like, you're basically like a new age playboy model in yeah. a sense. It's basically what this would be if this was like, I don't know, anywhere before 1999. But anyway, what, what do they think about this? And do they do they know how explicit your content has gotten? Uh, yeah, the, my my mom for sure. She's uh she's very aware of everything. She keeps she keeps updated on all all the things that I do. But my parents are absolutely. She, she's on OnlyFans checking out your stuff, <laughs> like a proud like a proud mom. Yeah, honestly. Um, at first when my parents found out, they they thought that it wasn't the best thing. Of course, like it's a different time from when they grew up, but they have always been very spiritual, very open people, very supportive. So they are very supportive now, but at first it was like a little like warming them up 
to the idea. And then I talked to my mom a little bit about it and told her this is this is what I want to do. And I'm not even necessarily always doing it for men. I'm doing it for women as well. Like, And that it's not wrong to show off your body. Like I have a tattoo on the back of my neck that says art. I believe all human bodies are art and they deserve to be shown off. But after I like explained all this to my mom, she started sending me YouTube videos, like how to market yourself on OnlyFans, like how to how to grow on OnlyFans. Wow. So they're clearly not religious. My my mom grew up very religious. I would say my dad uh, did too. I even grew up in a church. But are they religious now? I would say they're more spiritual now. I'm spiritual as well. Like I don't I don't believe that um, it necessarily is like this or that. Sure. Sure. Okay. Interesting. All right. So your parents are in full support of it. Your mom's sending you marketing material. Yes. Going, Cheyenne, let's make this money. Do you give them money? Do you just hand them cash? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I help them out as much as I can, like pay bills, whatever they need. What do your parents do? So my mom's a rancher. and uh, Are they going to hear this episode? Yeah, for sure. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. How you doing? Shout out to my mom and dad. <laughs> you guys you guys raised a very well-mannered, nice young woman. Continue. <laughs> well, my mom's a rancher, so she raises all natural beef and we sell very healthy beef to restaurants in Oklahoma. Also, she trains and sells mules and horses. And then my dad helps out with that as well as he is a coach at the high school that I went to. Got it. Okay, cool. And all of his, all of his students are drooling over you. On your TikTok. He's Did you hear me. about Coach about Coach Bird? <laughs> he has told me that they have mentioned my TikTok, even my OnlyFans before. But he's <laughs> Your TikTok your TikTok is from what I remember, I did look at it the other day. It's I mean, you're wearing some, you know, not a lot of clothes. Yeah. But it's really just, I don't know, you're just like any of the other girls out there. Every other girl is just wearing tank tops and doing dances and yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I, I mean, I post in a bikini a lot because I'm always in a bikini. Like I'm a swimsuit model. That's what I've been doing for the past two years. And I was always in tropical locations like Bora Bora, Hawaii, Tulum, now living in California. Like I'm always at the beach. So I'm going to post in whatever I'm wearing. So <laughs> Right. Listen, I'm not a TikTok marketer. I am on TikTok. I don't know much about it, but my gut says if you were to show more of your personality, and I told you this already, so I'm repeating myself to you, but I'm saying this new to everyone else. If you were to show more of your personality on your TikTok, I think you would explode. I mean, I think, I mean, you already have almost a million, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think it would go even further because people would have more reason to come back than just cute girl dancing. <laughs> I'm, I'm working up to showing my personality. I get a little nervous just because I do have a lot of guy followers who just want to see my body. Like they don't care about me at all. And I get a lot of hate. And so I try to take time to like not let it get to me. But I do want to show my personality. I just don't know what to talk about, honestly. Yeah. No, I get it. It's 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 a lot. Well maybe this maybe this exact clip right now will be the one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that goes on TikTok. How meta is that? But yeah, no, I listen. Let's be real. You know, you got nine hundred thousand followers. If you're not showing your personality and they're following you, clearly they think you're attractive. They're attracted to you, you know? Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is I can't imagine. Maybe you'll get some people being like, oh, she's showing her personality. I'm out. I can't imagine that happening to many people, but I just feel like it would it would add to it. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. Just my just my unsolicited advice. Because <laughs> no, like my because my name is Trip Advice. And that's that's really <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Okay. So what's next for you? You said you want to do modeling. You don't want to do OnlyFans forever. Do you want to be an actress? Yeah, actually, I'm taking acting classes right now. I've always, I'm very comfortable in front of the camera. I've always had a passion for modeling, like ever since I was eight years old. Like I watched the Victoria's Secret fashion show and knew that's exactly what I wanted to do. 
but a lot of things in my life recently have changed. Like I left my modeling agency, moved to a new city. It's just like, I want to explore every option. And so right now I'm taking acting classes and I love it. Like I have found a new passion of mine. Like I want to, I want to go audition soon. So it's cool. And you, I mean, counter lucky stars, although I know you, you've worked for it, but it, you don't have to worry about money. Be, trying to be an actress. Yeah. I am very know? lucky in that situation because I know there's a lot of people in my class that I've worked with a lot lately, like they're working two jobs, trying to pay tuition for this class. And so I'm right. very, very grateful that I can focus and rehearse and read the books that I have to without feeling pressure of having good work. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty about that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's great. Well, I'll tell you this. OnlyFans is not an easy job at all like no i understand all day every day i'm in whole foods sexting it gets work (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious like what like what would you say (laughs) it's hard saying it out loud i don't know it depends on the situation like guys guys sex me a lot and i would just be like oh thank you baby you're so sweet here's a here's a gift and i'd send him a picture (laughs) Like anything, would they, like what's the weirdest thing you've had that someone said or requested from you? And I, by the way, I'll share with you what I've heard from my other interviews. I've heard some. I can't imagine you'd be able to beat some of the things I've heard, but but you have a lot of fans. So what, I'm curious. I've had a lot of weird requests. I've had someone ask me to pretend like I'm drowning. I've had someone ask me to pee and record it. Yep. That's pretty normal, actually, these days, it feels like. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> Well, it might be. Uh, not, not to it, is, it, it will be to you now. <laughs> I've had, um, uh, I mean, like there's like, of course, the normal, I would say the normal stuff is like guys asking for my underwear. Like they want my worn underwear. But I would say the most scary thing for me was asking, oh, will you drown for me? That's, I've not heard that one. That's an interesting one. Have you, there's a lot of money to be made, I heard in this underwear thing. Have you done that at all? Uh, I'm actually about to. <laughs> You're about to start it. Yeah, I'm about to. I haven't done it before just because I didn't want people to know my address. Like that's, I'm terrified of getting kidnapped. I'm terrified of being murdered. I'm terrified of someone from my OnlyFans showing up at my front door. But I, now I'm in a position to where I have friends and stuff like that to where I can send the, an address and it not be like somewhere that I'm currently staying at. Because just for safety reasons, like it's nothing against the guys. They could be completely like normal people. Just this is what they're into. But I'm literally like taking every safety precaution <laughs> that I can because I'm just scared. Yeah, I'm about to um, take some pictures and videos and send my underwear and have fun with that. <laughs> you know, what's so funny is like when I hear this, I, I think of like, you know, as, as, of a business, this is like, adding another line item to your to your bottom line mm-hmm. right it's like it's like oh what's another way to add revenue it's like i think about that in my business too it's like oh maybe there's a new program i can create and a few it's like oh i can just you know send underwear that's another yeah. that's a, <laughs> it's just it's funny i'm always coming up with new ideas or i try to like i try to keep it you don't even need to that this is it's all out there they're all yeah. And it's like, it's really helpful when the guys ask for stuff cuz i might not always be into it but it, it gives me ideas so it's very helpful when they do that Sure. So, okay. So the weirdest thing is drowning. Yeah. Never heard that one before that I, I would, I would charge a lot for that one. That's, that sounds like a very difficult thing to recreate as well. You need a pool, you need a, a, a waterproof camera. Yeah. I just was, it's like, I, I have a thing with water anyways. Like I love the water. I love being in the water, but I like to stand in the water. Like if I was in the open ocean for a really long time, I'd probably like freak out. So I was like, I'm, that would be like my worst fear coming true is drowning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to, now you want to hear one of the craziest things I heard? Yeah. 
from requests, not from me, from another OnlyFans mm -hmm. girl. Uh, it's like hard to even say it out loud. It's so dark and weird. It's basically like some woman got requested. She never did it. She claimed she never did it. To take, it was like a Bible or a Quran and take a poop on it. So defecating on religious literature. Along with, along with, I've heard things of like saying nasty racist comments to the guy who requests it. And um, yeah, like pretty, pretty intense, right? The, the first one's intense. However, I've had, I've had people ask if I would like talk down on them, like tell them that they're awful. But not poop on a Bible? No. <laughs> no. How much, would, how much would you have to get paid to poop on a Bible? That'd be a big one for me. Um, 10000 I would say ten dollars or $15,000. Oh, okay. So there's a price. There's a price to everything, I feel there's like. There's a price for everything. I think uh, if someone wasn't super religious, they would they would do it for ten or $15,000. Yeah. Maybe half a million. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Well, <laughs> this has been uh, a wonderful conversation. I think this is at the point where we should tell the guys where they can find you if they want to see more of you. Maybe your TikTok, your Instagram, OnlyFans, where? So, um... TikTok's a little complicated. I do have four accounts. However, my main account is official Shybird. My Instagram, if I get my main one back, it's at Shybird. If not on my second account right now, it's Shy Burden. My last name is Burden, B-U-R-D-E-N. My OnlyFans, which is the most important social media that everyone should go follow, is Shybird. And then my Twitter is official Shybird. My YouTube is Shybird. If you basically type in Shybird, you can find me anywhere. Okay. Well, we'll put that in the show notes so so guys can check you out. How so? How was this? We uh, we got you in your. This is your very first podcast. How did it go? First podcast, first interview. I was I was really nervous, but um, I feel good now. I feel very good. Yeah, it's like we did. It took fifty six minutes. Now you're all warmed up. Now I'm warmed up. Now we can start. <laughs> right now you can start. Okay, we'll start in five, four, three. <laughs> no, this is great. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you. Uh, being very open and candid and honest with us and and it's it's interesting to hear from uh the other side of things that are going on in, in, in that world and that's why i think it's interesting to to do interviews like this so thanks for coming on and doing it wait i have a question yes so if you were coaching a guy right now to go up and talk to me what would you say okay great question love it right on the spot so first of all i don't teach any pickup lines or anything and what i don't like that guys do and tell me if this has happened to you I don't love the compliment opener. Yeah. Okay? okay. I don't love it. And I used to teach it a long time ago and then I just I got rid of it, which was, hey, I just want to say you look really cute, you know, and I wanted to come meet you, or hey, I just want to say you're you're beautiful and I'd kick myself if I if I didn't come over and say hi. It's like you as a girl are gonna you'll see too if you haven't gotten this enough, you're gonna get that a lot, that kind of opener. So it's 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 very obvious, you know. So it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Really it's, I feel, and I'd like your opinion on this too, I feel it's more confident to go up to a woman and say that exact line, but just take out the, you look pretty, you look beautiful, you look cute, you look sexy, and just say, hey, two seconds, I wanted to come over and meet you. Are you from Los Angeles? And then just start a conversation. Yeah. What do you, th what do you think about, um, about like, what I said there? Yeah, I like it because sometimes I get approached, now living in LA, I get approached a lot more. And so I have noticed that sometimes when they're complimenting me, and this is, I I love compliments, of course, but... Of course. It's, it's almost gives off creepy vibes to me a yeah. little. Like it's a little, 
creepy that you're like staring at me from across the room thinking I'm sexy. Like almost like you're undressing me, you know, in a public setting with your eyes. I would much rather it be like a conference like, oh, hey, like, are you from here? I would much rather. Exactly. And you know why he's over there. Yeah. But isn't that interesting that just saying it out loud and verbalizing it gives it that extra level of, I never thought about the way, by the way, that's interesting to hear from you that you actually think it's creepy, that it's creepy to to hear it being your looks being verbalized like that. So that's, I mean, I haven't heard that from enough women, but maybe I'll I'll explain that to guys when I'm talking to them and teaching yeah. them this is, is, yeah, it just it just gives off the wrong vibe from the very yeah. beginning. I totally, absolutely agree. Because, I mean, I don't think anyone who just came up and be like, hey, you're pretty, can I get your number? Like, even when I was single, I gave it to them. It's always been like, you strike a conversation, we talk, we get along, we get to know each other a little bit. And then it's like, okay, yeah, I could totally hang out with this guy again. Right. Because as a woman, yeah, you want to go on a date with a guy you find physically attractive. But if you're not vibing with him, yeah, chances are you won't want to give him your number. Or I don't know, you tell me. Uh, what if a 10 comes up to you, but it's like a weird conversation. Maybe he opens up with the sexy line, but he's really, really physically attractive. Would you give him your number, assuming you're single, or what would you do? Um, I honestly might like not. Because I've had that happen to where like I thought like looking across, I was like, oh, wow, he's really cute. He comes up talking to me and he like immediately says like a compliment. I'm just like, I'm off put by it. Not in a bad way. It's just like, I just feel uncomfortable. Like I would have much rather him ask like, are you from here? Like, where do you go to school? Or like notice something like, are you naturally a redhead? You know, something like that. Now, I'll be honest. Are you just saying that to agree with me? Or are, are you telling the honest to God truth there? No, I'm, I'm honestly um, being completely honest because I've always found compliments like a little like uncomfortable from someone I don't know. Sure. But, he, but even the fact of like, you know, the idea of not giving a guy your number, even if he's really attractive, but doesn't have much going on upstairs. Yeah. I don't care if you're like the hottest guy in the world. If you're not, if you're not, I'm into smart guys because I was, I'm a nerd. So if we can have like a conversation, there's no point in me talking to you. So current boyfriend is 10 out of 10 smart and 10 out of 10 good looking. He is extremely good looking and he is actually smarter than me, which is hard, <laughs> has been hard for me to find in a guy. <laughs> wow. Look at that. You found your winner. Do you ever feel like it's hurts your brand, so to speak, to say that you have a boyfriend? Um, I feel like at this point they know because we have been together for a year. Of course, I'm not always posting him because my brand is me being this bikini, fun-loving girl. And a lot of people don't like to know that I have a boyfriend. Uh, every time I post him, I do lose followers. So sometimes I have to be just like smart with it. Like it's only like a special occasion, like our anniversary, birthday. Got it. But you will sacrifice those followers for your man. If I feel like he should be shown off, of course. Very nice. That's very good. <laughs> do you think he's the one? Do I think he won? No, do you think he's the one? Do I think he's the one? <laughs> um, honestly, he's I... He's probably not going to listen to this, so you can answer. Um, I have no idea. I'm not saying he's not the one, but we are very young and things change. My parents... How old, how old is he? He's 22. Okay. My parents didn't meet till they were 40. So it's just like, if it, if it works out, it works out. If not, then like the one's out there. Look at that. Do you have, bro do you have any brothers or sisters? No, I'm an only child. You had to think about that for a second. Well, I have a stepbrother, but he's not like blood. Got it. Uh-oh, stepbrother. <laughs> no, God. God, no. Chris, if you're listening to this, God, no. The second? Oh, you just you just broke his heart, too. <laughs> no, he's he's way older. He was my... Wait, I thought you said your parents were not divorced. 
Uh, no, it's from my parents, my dad's first marriage. Got it. Oh, he's a half brother. Well, so it's from my dad's first marriage, but it's not my dad's son. He was got adopted it. into the family. Understood. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah the whole stepbrother thing on TikTok. It's actually hilarious. Yeah, anytime that I've ever mentioned that I have a stepbrother, it's just like, oh, I, I bet you guys have hooked up. And I'm like, God, no. He's literally, he's like a brother to me. And um, he's way older. He's he's 30 and has kids. He's a great it. guy though. Okay. Okay, very nice. He's single. He's single, newly single for ladies. Okay. Well, no ladies are listening to this. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true. There are some women who listen to this and sometimes they leave comments. But um, but yeah, not 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 many, because it's called how to talk to girls. Maybe some lesbians listen, but they don't really ask me any questions. Well, I think it's good for a girl to know what's going on inside of a male's brain, because sometimes we have no idea. Honestly, guys are really confusing. We're actually very simple, and it's and it's and it's you girls who are confusing. No, because guys like to play games. I'll have to say that much. Girls like to play games without even knowing it. We never mean to. Like we could be totally into a guy, and he's the one like opening our Snapchats, not responding or like he's the one playing games. He's like out at night and he's at a bar and he's drunk and he's like calling at 2am, like come over, but then he doesn't talk to you for a week. That is the guy playing games. Let me tell you something. I'll teach you right now. There is, there's nothing complicated about that. It's very simple. He just wants, he just wants to hook up. He's not that into you. (laughs) Not that into you. Most, that book was genius. Really. Yeah. I almost feel like it can be the same for guys too. Is most of these situations, it's just she's not that interested. Like guys would be like, I don't get it. She responds to my text message and even kind of fast, but she can never meet up. It's like, dude, she's just not interested. Yeah. I've experienced it on both sides. Like I've been the girl that like, I had a guy that was like really into me and I just like, he wasn't the one for me, but I still was single and wanted to entertain him. So I would. And then I've been on the other side to where I'd be like completely obsessed with a guy and like texting him, calling him all the time. And he would never call me. Right. So, you know, it's not that confusing. Pretty simple. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for doing this once again. And uh, if there's enough requests, maybe we'll have you back on. So guys, check out her stuff. Social media is in the show notes. And thank you once again. Thank you so much for having me.